and welcome to another episode of the History of the Bay podcast sponsored by the good people of Amoeba Music San Francisco. Also got a shout out to folks at Dying Breeze San Francisco. Go see them on 24th Street if you need some graffiti supplies behind the lens. As usual, we got King Said on the boards. We got D.O. And today we got another special guest, a Bay Area legend, a Vallejo legend, member of the Romper Room crew, someone who's been an important person behind the scenes of the Thiz Nation, the one and only Kilo Kurt. What's happening? What's up, brother? What's up, bro? Thanks for pulling up on us today, man. For sure. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I know you don't do a lot of interviews, and um, we appreciate your time pulling up on us today. I always like to start up at the very beginning, so uh, if you can, why don't you tell her you're from the Vallejo's North side, the country club crest. The show, the crest. So, uh, what was it like growing up there? Uh, like I say, the crest is like a compact neighborhood. We all, you know, family, so it's wild. It's like wild. How so? Man, everything go. Okay. Since I've been a kid all the way up. Yeah. Even to now, it's just wild. What do you think it is that made the neighborhood that way? Um... Uh, I don't know because, like I say, we all grew up, uh, you know, I had a mother and father, you know what I'm saying? Some people didn't, but we all grew up like aunties, uncles, everybody is from the same neighborhood. So we kind of, our upbringing was, was great. It's just the environment, you know what I'm saying? When you, you closed in, yeah, I let you come out. And when you finally come out, you, you know, it's like having a dog on the chain. Okay. So it's just like an isolated neighborhood with kind of anything, anything goes. Yeah, with our own, we our own. Neighborhood, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Our own law, we, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. That's how we carried it. Right, right. And Vallejo's, you know, in the North Bay, and there's different sides of Vallejo, so the crest is kind of insulated in its own space. Yeah, we, we like the North, like yeah. the way, you know, Vallejo is, shit ain't that big, really, but like I say, you know, Vallejo, when the crest will be, you know, the centerpiece now of it is the shit, they got the Marine World right there, so right. everybody's the biggest thing in the North, but. It's right there. They try to close us off where they got the, the walls where you can't see inside our neighborhood. But So it's really like a country club in a way. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. 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 And uh, what, what, what were you like as a kid? What was your childhood like? Uh, here and now that uh, everybody, all the older people tell me I was hella bad and shit. To me, I was just like uh, curious. You know, I grew up, you know what I'm saying, in a, a good house. My uh, daddy was a minister. My mother was like the, the mother of the, uh, the neighborhood. So it was never it was never the the upbringing of how you know what I'm saying. Just like I say, our neighborhood had always had everything going on from the beginning. So it was the environment. Period. Yeah. And what I chose to be and what I wanted to do. So you're just kind of mischievous from an early age. Yeah, either could have been you know a, a minister to this day, or the other side. Yeah. So I went the other way. Right. Yeah. And you're a member of the Romper Room crew? Yeah, Notorious. Notorious. <laughs> you notice I didn't say the Romper Room gang. I said the Romper Room crew. It's a crew. It is, right. That's what it is because it's brothers, a band of brothers. Right. Yeah. So how, what's the story behind that coming together? Well, like I say, we all from the same neighborhood. And uh, it just basically came together with us, like doing the same things. We all start smoking, you know, smoking weed. So that kind of... Attracted our, you know, uh, you can't, you don't really supposed to smoke weed. So 
these the dudes we you know selling uh, dope and just doing all the stuff you know as a crew and we was all the same age we had a, a different ages you know what I'm saying as it go on like one year two years three years four years but it's all in the same boundary so right we just all became tight we all was from the same neighborhood different streets but one street became the hub so which was uh, Leonard, Leonard Street, Street. Yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and so the name Kilo Kirk obvious where that comes from or is there a different story actually. Yeah, con- Kind of the same way, but uh, it came more like, uh, I don't know if you ever remember the song, The Boys in the Hood. Mm-hmm. It's a Kilo G. Yeah. So, dude, my uh, older partner just started calling me Kilo. Oh, okay. Kilo, and then it just, it just stuck, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So, and that's kind of how I roll, because I was already you know, a, a drug dealer, you know what I'm saying? So, that can come from that, too, because I did, you know what I'm saying? Cut up a Kia Rocks before and sold that motherfucker. So that which was, is big, right? If you coming off the corner, right? Hell yeah, selling mm-hmm. a, a kilo of rocks. So just think of a kilo of dope. Yeah, think of, you're not doing wholesale. You busting the whole thing down. down. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. So kind of. How how deep is is the crew? How many people? At the time, it was like it'd be like thirteen of us. Okay, so pretty tight knit group. Yeah, we yeah. was like you know at an older one. Younger, you know what I'm saying? I was the youngest one, but, you know what I'm saying? I, so all the other ones would be my older brothers. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, right. Yeah. Well, the rap is notorious, but the most famous member is Mac Dre. Yeah, you can see. Yeah, Dre became the one. He became the most famous. Yeah, because that's that's how we promoted him to be. Sure. You know what I'm saying? As far as he the voice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had different visions. You know, Dre can get us out of this. Mm, Okay. So you believed in his talent early on. Yeah, we all yeah. did. We was like, man, you know what I'm saying? He dope. So I heard he didn't actually grow up in the crest. He kind of just kicked yeah. it there and kind of got adopted, right? Yeah, because Dre is uh, originally from Oakland. Right. So once he came to Vallejo, I think he had lived on, uh, I think it would be, uh, what would that be called? Not West, East Vallejo. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the bridge side. And then, you know what I'm saying, going to Springstown. Then eventually going to Hogan. And Hogan... We, uh, it's way from the crest. It's like on the, on the east side of Vallejo. But they used to bring a bus and bring the crest kids to Hogan. Mm. So that's how we all. That's where you met? Yeah. Okay. But he already met all my older, you know, my, I was the, the younger crew. Like I told you, I, didn't, I wasn't in the crew when Dre and them already formed. They had already formed the crew before I even got there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and before Mac Dre was out making tapes, there was the Mac. For sure, yeah. Who's also from the Crest? Yeah, Michael Robinson, he's from the Crest too. And you were friends with him too? That's like my friend, but he was my cousin also. Too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, so it is all real family thing yeah. in the neighborhood, yeah. huh? We all, like I say, we all family. It's n- when nobody that wasn't family, like some kind of connection. And the Mac had a really big impact on on Vallejo rap. Really, the Mac was like, he was different already. Like, he was really a Mac because he, like, he was the first one. He had hella baby mamas. Mm. And they all lived in the same house. What? Like, not tripping now. And if you think about it now, that's that nigga was a Mac. Yeah, he must have been doing something. All of them, and, they, and, he, and they can have boyfriends. Damn. So he's a real player. The Mac. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Mac. <laughs> and now, even as I get older, I'm like, this nigga had all his females living, all his baby mamas living in one house, and he... Uh, and hold on. Let's let, let just walk down. Oh, we got to get a quick cameo, man. Come, come over here real quick, Julio, man. We were just talking about you. <laughs> he said you was here about a month ago. Yeah, no, I was like, I thought it was locked. I'm like, that ain't the one. It's a locked, still. You want to have a seat? Yeah, you guys all... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we chill, man. It's good, man. Oh, man. What's up, brother? Good. 
Hey, we didn't take our picture last I know, night. I know, I know. We were suited and booted last yeah. night, man. I'm ready. I'm here for three weeks, so we can go right up to the park when we shooting a video. I mean, when we shooting a movie on Addison Street, you can come to the top of the, oh, park. Come to the, top of the block at, at the park. Okay, I told, I told Sean G, I'm ready. We can get it in. We'll Sean, run the hutch. What, he call y'all or something? We was playing uh, hoops today, huh? Oh, okay, he called y'all on hoops. No, he called me out. Oh, okay. Yeah, he you believe that? I'm six foot seven. Can you dunk? I'm, I'm going to have to. I'm just going to dunk. I'm going to have to do some stretches. It's been a minute. I, yeah, yeah. I have definitely dunked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's going to hurt his ankle for sure. Toes going to play hard. I was going to say, I know he's going to play dirty, but I'll be ready for it. I'll be ready for it. Man, you better be good, bro. If you, man, I got a feeling you ain't that good. No, okay. <laughs> okay, keep that keep that same energy, man. Okay, okay, okay. You guys live? Yeah, yeah, we rolling, but it's good. good. It's good. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you ain't filming? No, we filming. We just going yeah, through. It's yeah. good. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. You can chill if you want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. Last yeah, it's dope. was good. Uh, it was good. I was dope, bro. Yeah, yeah. Jonas yeah. had a crack. You telling me how we uh how how we hooked up? With the thing? Yeah, on yeah. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Saved my life. <laughs> this is legendary, man. So we got we got stretch, we got kilo, we got go toes. This nigga used to be on one. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Man, sweating. <laughs> he used to be like, man, I'm like, but he used to want to work. Uh -huh. He'd call you at four in the morning. So I got an idea. I got an idea. Let's do this. And I was like, man, toes is like four. He be he be hyped. <laughs> yeah, he got you energy. Hear, you gotta hear it. He got energy. Yeah. Well, we was just talking. We was just talking about the Mac. And he said he had how many baby mamas in the same house? He had all his baby mamas. I can't just say, but then he didn't, you know, like I said, they had their own little lives, and he had his own little female that he'd be with. So he was just a Mac. Yeah. Like, like in his music, it reflected it. Yeah. And and how, like, so I also heard another person, Sleep Dang was on here a little while ago. Okay. And he was also saying that Reek Daddy yeah, was right. another big early influence in the crest. Like, because, like, when we first started off, it used to be like we had DJ Cease. And he used to be like a, a, a multi-talent, you know, he not to record you back in them days. You know, back in the day, they didn't have all this kind of high-tech equipment. So you had to be on ADATs or whatever they, you know, push record real quick. Didn't even, we didn't even, I think it was more like four tracks at the time. You know what I'm saying? So you, you record no multi-tracks. Right. So uh, at this time, uh, Reek Daddy, uh, we used to be sigging in the crest. That mm -hmm. and capping on each other, mm -hmm. talking about each other. And then our capping in the crest is extensive. We might say something about your mother, your dad, grand, anything, and tell him what we might say. It was like going for blood. That's what we call it. You know what I'm saying? So, Reek Daddy ended up making a CD because Dre was getting hot at the time. And he just started uh, taking off on Dre. Oh, so Reek Daddy was battling Dre? Man, he was saying everything. Though, oh, shit. Big and taking off. Like, yeah. talking about nigga mothers and... And this and oh, this. And, and I was kind of, I was popular too and things. So I ended up making it where they talked about my peoples too. I couldn't rap though. So right. I'm like, Dre, you gotta get this nigga. So Reek Daddy, that was hard though. Like I say, our our rap battles turned into fighting. Like, you know, we was on Leonard Street, Mark Street right here. Leonard Street really don't come off Mark, go on Mark Street that much. Our Mark Street don't really come on Leonard Street. So we our shit is street the street. We might have funk right there. So so that's how it was. Reek Daddy was more Mark Street. We on Leonard Street, so the whole other side of the crest is really with Reek Daddy. Okay. Oh, okay. So it was divided like that. Like, yeah, because it's like, you know, the romp, we the players, we doing our thing, you know what I'm saying? So the older dudes kind of like a little like, against us a little bit. Like, man, we sick of these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers doing what they want. 
Like, we didn't have no rules with each other, you know what I'm saying? With that, like, we don't, we, we, we in our own money. We don't have to listen to this. We on our own block. We don't have to, you know, we do what we want. So we had that, and then we had Mac Dre. And this nigga just came out with Too Hard for the Radio. Mm. So that shit was like, nigga, we owned. And we had, like, people in our crew that you'd be, like, like gold toes. We had a partner named Ronnie Wags. He like, nigga, we great, blow up. Nigga, oh, fuck it, nigga. You know, he had that attitude. We great, get out of Drake or get us. So our main thing was like, we ain't gonna let Dre do shit. Stay out the way. Hell no, but yeah. he was in the way, though. Uh-huh. Dre wouldn't stop. Dre gonna sell dope. Dre gonna do this. Dre do all the shit still. He's still a crest nigga. We can't stop that. So that was the main thing, like, trying to make him say, man, this forget all this. He like, hell no, y'all having fun. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? He wanted to do the fun shit. So, Rick Daddy, they put all that together. Like, these niggas is jokes. Right, 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 right. So, so DJ Cease was, like I say, in the middle of this. So, mm. finally we made Dre. He finally made a CD back talking about Rick Daddy. So, it was big because he was saying all kind of shit back. So, when we did it at a, uh, we did it at a house party, as soon as that motherfucker come on, we start thumping. Literally. Yeah. So, that's how they used to be against us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rick Daddy, for like weeks, he the house of household name. Rick Daddy performing this. The whole crest would be, because we house party, so the whole crest would be in this house party. Nigga had sometimes where they have flyers, uh, house party, no romp allowed. Damn. We like, oh, we coming to this shit. <laughs> I mean, the crest, we no, no romps allowed. Nigga, we coming. Soon as we come, thump. So that's mm-hmm. how we, with our hood, we used to be, so our hood is like, like I told you, it's like a baby fucking it's crazy. It's real competitive. In the end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, well, you mentioned Too Hard for the Radio. That that beat was by Studio Tone? Uh, Studio Tone, uh, originally, because Dre uh, did, like, three songs. He had got out on, this one I met Dre on the furlough. He's in Falk Springs. He came home on the furlough. I met him, and then they went to the studio. Like I told you, the romp was already, like, we already had dudes. They was getting money, so... They went and paid for the studio. Went to Studio Tone. Did Too Hard for the Radio. They did, think, they, uh, Mac Life. And I think he had a song called The Crest Side. But he sang all the Crest niggas' names. And then, uh, so he went back to Fox. So as this time going on, when he come back out. Damn, he recorded Too Hard for the Radio on a furlough. On a furlough. Wow. And then, so when he get back out, this is the time the Mac was doing his thing. Then he just inter- introduced it to Kyrie. Mm-hmm. Kyrie ended up getting it and redoing it and making it into what it was. Yeah, so you starting to see all this really come together and, and start to be something. In the end, yeah, but yeah. like I say, Kyrie was like already on a professional kind of time. Mm-hmm. time. So he used to be, when we used to come to the studio, he used to be telling Dre like, man, you can't have them in here. Mm-hmm. We already had a kind of, we already had a, a, a name. We was already on the bullshit. Yeah, the reputation. Yeah, yeah. the romp. The romp. Mm-hmm. This was before we wouldn't even, this was before even bank robberies and shit. Mm-hmm. We was just all D-boys, straight dope dealers. Yeah, there's one picture I like. It's the Young Black Brother cover. That's when we was D-boys. All the, it looks like That's 80s D-boys. Yeah, it's all the, the Benzes and the Donkey Roasts and the Adidas and the Troop Jackets. and Straight D-boys. Yeah. That's all we was. Yeah, showing off them D-boy trophies on the cover. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how we was. And Dre was the spokesman. Mm-hmm. He was like, this nigga on. And then, then when he signed with Kyrie and them, it was like a real record deal. The first right. time we ever did a real photo shoot. 
He's like, oh, this shit is serious. Right, right. So everybody start being on Dre. Like, man, you can get us out this shit, man. We need to, you know, we always think big. We like, nigga, we from the crest, but we want to have mansions. And but that's when rap was on TV. He wasn't seeing it a lot. He wasn't, it wasn't hella where you can just see a rapper. Ice Cube and them and NWA, they had, I think it was NWA, Too Short was always hella big to us, like our favorite people, because he from the Bay Area, right? And it's close, Oakland. And we buying the CDs and we we might can see Too Short at this time. This is like, I told you, like 88, 89. Mm-hmm. So, the new, and then uh, then then the Ghetto Boys came out. So this is when music was, we like, oh, this shit is big. So you saying this could really be something? In our mind. Like, yeah. we wasn't even getting no money at the time. Right. Like, really, we was getting money from the streets. Rap, we wasn't getting paid from rap. And Coolio was also rapping at this time, too. Yeah, and Coolio came from L.A. Right. So he had that, uh, Coolio was raw. Like, but he was, like, the L.A. kind of... Different style. Yeah, but Drake, you know what I mean? You knew Jason. He was like, man, this nigga Coolio, dope. And his mind, but... It still was different because Coolio was from LA and Coolio came out here gang banging. Mm. He didn't come out like he came out straight with Watts, Grape Street. So we was like, man, this nigga tripping mm-hmm. in our neighborhood. But as as it went on, it started being it's Coolio. And we ain't tripping. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's yeah, he was raw as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Coolio, the underdog, man. Yeah. Yeah. So you you mentioned bank robberies, right? Again, that's one of the things that makes the rap notorious. Yeah. How did that? Because that's I, I'm not gonna lie, bro. That's still like to this day, like that's a crazy way of getting money, bro. Now it's easier for me to talk about it. Back in them days, like it was some now the nine to this day. You know what I'm saying? But as you know, we get older, the stories is starting to manifest yeah. that. Yeah. But I was. Uh, Hey, like 15, I just said got out of Falk Springs. And uh, my other homeboy was like, man, you hella, uh, you, you brought, you, you know, like, he was telling me, like, bragging on, like, man, you you can do this. And I'm like, man, what's up? He was like, man, uh, you ever jumped over a counter? I'm like, hell nah, what you, he said, no, nah, I'm going to holler at you. So he, weeks passed. You know, the dope game is still going, but... I really don't want to sell dope. No, I just went to jail for, uh, they had a, a, a sting operation in Blair where uh, they arrested 160 niggas that was on tape selling dope to the undercovers. So that's how I ended up going to Fox. So I get out on the furlough. Remember I tell you, like, you know, they give you furloughs from the mm-hmm. So when I get out on the furlough, I'm still selling dope. I sell some dope. Don't even know it. It was an undercover at the time. I go End up getting out of my partner that they uh they they surround us, me and my folks, with like, you know, going to the car, they, they ask us all our name. He stuttered his name. Like, uh, they was like, what you stuttering for? And he, I walked in, it was right in front of my house, so I walked in the house. They take our names down. They end up giving him my dope case. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn, I'd have caught that on the So I'm like, I can't keep selling dope. You know what I'm saying? So that was that was already. My thing, I'm already on uh, on, uh, on Fox on parole now. I'm out of Fox now. I'm on parole, so I'm trying to start talking. So my first lick was a, a fucking jewelry hit. Jewelry store. Yeah, I didn't. I just drove. Uh huh. But I'm. I got a scanner, and I'm hearing the people say we in a white car, and I hear them say they looking for a, a green car. I'm like, 
damn, this shit's hella easy. These mm. motherfuckers don't even know a car we in. So we get away. Go to L.A. We had about, maybe about $60,000 worth of jewelry. Go out there, my partner. We end up negotiating. We end up to get like $18,000. i am like, damn. So he said in my face that I'm like, like fucked up. So he gave me 9000 We split it. And he said, man, you, you trying to get some money, huh? I said, yeah. He said, man, I got something for you. Next, that's when we, bank robbery, telling me what it was. So, so it's basically you making all this money in the dope game, that slows up, and then you finding an, another, another way, to, a quick way to get it, too. I'm talking about in less than a fucking three minutes. Yeah. And this is before, like, cameras. And, well, I mean, I'm sure there was still cameras, but not like the way it is now, like cameras on every street. And... We probably made it happen like that. Like, right. As far as when, at first, they didn't even have, you know, now you go in the banks, you might see the, the shields on there. Yeah. They didn't have that Right, because you just go right over the counter, like you said. I was sleeping over that motherfucker like in 2.2 seconds. <laughs> yeah. And you're young, too, so. You, Man, yeah. 16, 17. Right. You probably don't realize, like, damn, you're doing some federal shit. We, listen, then they, like I said, they they, they end up getting a, a license plate. They went back to my house. They raided my house. I ain't there. I, I, I'm driving past. And I see two uh, white dudes with suits on. I'm like, what the fuck? I, I strike straight. I had a job in Bur- Emeryville. This when uh, cell phones, first be- beepers was out. They would just make a cell phone. So I'm working there. So when I, I go to work, bam. I tell my, uh, the, the dude, uh, just let him know. If somebody call you, I've been here. They call. He said I was there. He don't know how deep it. We don't even, yeah. I don't know how deep it's the fit. By the time I get back, my daddy didn't let the feds in the house without a warrant. He don't give a fuck. He telling me, boy, you done fucked up. You messing with the big boys now. That's all he keeps saying. That's scaring the shit out of me. He like, man, you didn't went over the local police. Your ass is in trouble. And I'm like, I didn't do nothing. He said, if you didn't do nothing, they say you can come down there and talk to him at the police station. I'm like, damn, this nigga tripping. Go turn myself in. Because they didn't already arrested all the cutties. Mm. So is this after, like, the... Because y'all made uh, Unsolved no, Mysteries and... No, I'm telling you, we hit a lick and they got the uh, fucking license plate. Okay, okay. They raided my house. I'm going to work, like, I... Like, I don't know, like, I, like... like this. Sorry, hold on, grab it. Yeah, I'm saying this is how... It's, yeah, this this happening in quick, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I told you when I went robe on my house, I see two white dudes in suits. I don't know the FBI. My sister called me and said, the FBI over here. Daddy Gary let him in the house. I don't. They raid the house. Like I said, they take all my clothes, all the shit. They found some bullets, all a little different shit. So by the time I get back, they didn't arrest Dre, my uh, uh, my uh, uh, brother Khalid. They arrested uh, Jay. It's like about six cutties they didn't arrest. So this is all off that license place. Looking for me. That leads them back to your neighborhood. That, to, to my house. They mm-hmm. raided my house. So mm-hmm. Take the car. So I finally. Daddy said, man, you ain't do nothing. So I go talk to my OG that I hit licks with. He said, man, this don't say nothing. They don't got shit. They bullshit. So I went in there, get in there. As soon as I get in there, they letting the Cuddies out. Cuddies like, boy, Cuddy, man, what you do? Like, you know, I'm, so I'm like, they put me in a room in there, dark. It's like about an hour. And I ain't talk to nobody. Finally, they take me into the room. The motherfucker comes. This nigga, FBI, this motherfucker, badge. 
you can tell by it's different because they picture right on this motherfucker mm-hmm. like this. Right. He's like, oh my God. So they talking to me, telling me what's going on. I'm talking, I don't know what the, y'all talking about. I ain't this shit. I'm, they said, well, this is what we gonna give you the advice. I said, they said, tell whoever you, whatever y'all, we gonna kill you motherfuckers when y'all come out the bank. And I was like, kill them. I don't give a fuck. It ain't me. Like, they had they had to let me go to my parents. And I'm gonna told you, I'm only 16. They really didn't supposed to talk to me without my parents there. Right. So that's over with. Bam. Now they got the police where now you come out the uh, the house, you'll see police with a, you know, the FBI don't give a fuck that you know they that they follow me. They right outside our house. They got the helicopters. Like the little, it's a plane riding around in our neighborhood. We like, oh shit, it's hot now. Yeah. Now they putting us on this TV like. Unsolved mysteries. Yeah. They doing all the shit now. They don't give a fuck. Like, I, that's I, them. And we like, how can they say we the romp, you know? But even though we can't say we the romp, but we the romp. Now, y'all trying to get us killed. On Unsolved Mysteries, they called y'all like the pizza parlor bandits or some shit yeah, like that. see, but they was announcing all that, and we still on the streets with no cases. We got on romper room jackets. This is our music coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. They tagging us with robbery. So now we going. To, we used to go into a, a straw hat pizza place every like, this is our spot every day, mostly, like, at least four times a week. We going to this motherfucker. And now they looking at us crazy. We got the romper on jackets right. on. Right, right. We like, man. Right. And then one time, uh, uh, it's a dude, what was it called back in the day? It was a KSOL? KSOL. The nigga Rick Chase. I don't know if you remember him. Remember Rick Chase? He got on there and was like, they stupid, they robbing with... This on, this on. And he's saying hella shit. And we, it, they had a, a, a thing. It used to be called the uh, Gavin Awards. Mm-hmm. It's having Frisco. The convention, right? Yeah. yeah. So we came there and we saw him. He ran out. Oh, shit. Yeah, we was like, man, we, why are you saying we robbed banks in <gasps> fucking uh, Cam, in KFLO or whatever? You know what I'm saying? You tripping. So we used to be on that. So we was wild. We, we, we didn't know how, the seriousness of it. You know? Yeah, I mean, you're young, right? And then you're getting away with it, too, so you're probably kind of feeling a little invincible. Yeah, we still D-boys. Mm-hmm. That's what I keep telling you. We never left, lost that personality. Mm-hmm. We're just street niggas with money now. Right. Maybe right. a little bit more differently. But you can tell that the hood, even the older niggas looking at us like... Right there, it's different. These niggas is dangerous, but we yeah. still... The romper room, we still kids at heart. Like, right. we laugh, we play, we still joke. We do everything that we did from when we was 12 to... Right. And and you mentioned, like, romp records is still is coming out. Yeah, that's... Were, not, were you part of that from yeah, the beginning? Yeah, that was like, that was like when, like I told you, when Dre came with two off the radio, it, it became our destiny, like, this nigga, the nigga. And he put out a song called Punk Police. Yeah, that was kind of like a, I think that was a, a bad uh, move at the time. Well, he called out the cops investigating y'all by name, right? But it was like, it, we was at the untouchable stage at that point. Yeah. Were you really laughing at him? Yeah. But like I say, the seriousness, we, wasn't, we didn't take it serious. Do you think that song made things even worse? I think it uh, made them feel like, watch. Like, we're going to get them. And at all means. Yeah. When they got a dude wearing a wire, and, and we gonna, we got to attack them now. Yeah. Because the FBI didn't believe that it was us because we kids. And like, right. what the fuck? There's probably some You're shit there. You're not going to tell me these 
little boys is the motherfuckers that's behind these motherfucking masses. Yeah, they're not used to seeing that. Because, you know, I think we... When we layer up, nigga, I might be big as gold toes. Uh-huh. Once I put on all my shit so they don't know my they don't know my weight. Right, right. They already wrong. Every time they describe us, they wrong. Right. Damn. Well, I mean, Dre's starting to still blow up, right, and do his thing with Kyrie. And there's a point where there's a show in Fresno. Yeah. And you go to that show yeah. and use the opportunity to like kind of case the area too, right? Really, it wasn't to that extent, but okay. you know what I'm saying? Like I said, we had, we robbers. Yeah. So it's just, that's how your mind works at the time. But I'm, I'm, I'm a different robber though. Yeah. Like I'm more like, I probably didn't plan as much as the robberies. I always just was on the robberies. Nigga, I'm like, man, get kilo. They already know I'm going to jump over the fucking counter or I'm whatever. I'm with the shit. We're going to get, you know, they, that the opportunity to get in the way is like a hundred percent. Cause I'm I'm telling you, so that's what it's be. I just helicopters are coming. Like man, I uh, got this lick. So the the Fresno lick, it, it, it was planned, but it wasn't planned. Like you know what I'm saying? I was wasn't even more as serious about it. Kind of just happened. It happened. Yeah. Just how it happened because, like I say, we did everything out there. When the mm-hmm. police was following us, we bought all the shit in Fresno. Where they can go to each store and get all the receipts. So they had the whole case. Right. We never did a case, nothing like that. Right, right, right. Well, so after Dre's show, you, Jay Diggs, and Dre end up going back down there. Dre is not intending to participate. Dre's always the rapper. Yeah. Like, nigga, he's famous. All the females we bring, Dre is everything, Greg Crack. Yeah. This nigga is a party animal. He with anything, and he ain't scared of shit. So. Right, right. Well, the fucked up thing about that is there was an informant that that gave up information. He had a wire. A wire. He wore a wire. He was already, like, he was Diggs, folks. So we knew him from Vallejo because he's a Vallejo dude, but he was more Diggs peoples. So Diggs brought the nigga on, you know what I'm saying? So Dre was already through the whole shit tripping on him. Like, man, why you got him? Why this? Because he had just got into it with one of the cutties in the neighborhood. So we kind of was already in violation even fucking with this nigga. Because mm. he already did some bullshit. So we didn't know at this time this nigga didn't already took a deal. So when we go to Fresno, he he wired up. Then mm. one time we driving, this motherfucker, we, the road, we we go off the road. We shake the police. Like going to Fresno. They don't even know we're going to Fresno. This nigga, when we get to Fresno, this nigga call him. Say, we in Fresno. That's how they relocate us. God damn. That's how much of a motherfucker he yeah. was trying to get a nigga. He was, he was really riding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got away from him, motherfuckers. He caught him. We here. Damn. And then we should have knew because this motherfucker had a car. And usually you got to spark plugs. And this motherfucker had a week. And just, it was just too good to be true. Right. Right. And when you do actually show up to the bank, you you see it's it's a setup. Not a, uh, you know, they have scanners. Oh, Okay. So I think the, the shit came on a scanner and the news people hear it. Oh, shit. Some niggas. Mm. So they talking about, oh, these motherfuckers come out the bank, we guess that we're going to kill these niggas. So it was the news van that tipped you off? And said, man, this motherfucker, they was like, nigga, Channel 2, wait. Yeah. Like, boy, we great get a robbery or niggas getting shot or killed or caught. Right. And y'all, so you say, fuck it, it's, it's off and you bounce back to the bay. 
Not that quick. Bounce back. Go get the nigga. Uh, go get Dre because Dre at the room. Right, right. So we pick grab. We this is the funniest shit because like we in the IHOP. Me and Dre come out on the balcony and we sitting and it's two white dudes and we like, cause that look like the feds, but we laughing. The motherfuckers really was the feds. Mm. Nigga, they bought the like we we came. The uh, it was a, a motel called the Quinta. Mm-hmm. We end up. That's where we had our room. Man, them motherfuckers bought every room around us. Every yeah, room around rooms, you. And they bought every other room. God damn. all federal agents in every room. Damn. We never knew it. Damn. Then we went to the IHOP to eat in the morning. They bought the whole IHOP out. Damn. Everybody in there was federal agents eating with us. Damn. That's how, because he was telling them what we going to do. Right, right, so right. So they got to step on us. Everything we doing, they, gotta, they know exactly what we doing before we get there. Well, on on your as you're leaving, you get you get pulled over, right? Yeah, we're going back to the Bay Area. Uh, we get pulled over by the higher patrol. We going four hundred. Pull us over, come to the car, look and say y'all stop speeding and get in the car and drive. We like, oh this motherfucker crazy. We got guns and this dumbass police. So the next exit, we like man, we need to get rid of some of this shit. So we start throwing the masses and all the shit out the car. You know what I'm saying? So did all that. The dude, the, the, the nigga that's snitching, come to the car and like, man, why y'all stop? We like, man, don't worry about it, man. We just, just go to Vallejo, nigga. We see you in Vallejo. Because we going to use the car to hit a lick in Vallejo. We don't even know this nigga the roller still. We ain't even tripping. We just telling him, nigga, you an alien, nigga. You ain't getting in the car. We, don't, we ain't telling you fuck all that shit. Just go. So we driving. And we and then we get back on the freeway and then Dre act like he saw a ghost. And I kind of saw, and he said, Cuddy, that looked like Riff. That's the uh the Vallejo detective. So I seen him. I seen him a little bit, but I don't see him all the way. I said, man, I think that was him too. Herc like, man, y'all tripping, man. Y'all niggas is tripping. We Cuddy's like, man, I think that was Riff. So, you know, I, uh, I don't know if you ever been on uh, Highway 5, mm-hmm. coming back from L.A. Mm-hmm. They got the things where you can go over there. Yeah, it's like the dirt in the middle. So we do that shit. Turn around like that. Man, 50 cars turned like that with us. Damn. Cement truck, they was on the side of the, the, the uh, working. Them motherfuckers got in their truck and came. All that shit was planned for us. Damn. I was like, oh, shit. So I look, we look in the rear mirror. They finally get a high patrol. He he like maybe like 20 cars back coming. We putting up, we got weed, we putting this shit up. We like, oh shit, what the fuck do I grab the weed? Put that shit on me, put it up. Get us, pull us over. First day, driver, get out the car, all this shit. Diggs. Diggs got a, a pager on. Guess they think it's the gun, a gun. They like, the driver got a gun. He was like, no, nah, I don't got no gun, I don't got no gun. And drag him on the ground. You know, I'm, I think. Dre the other, a passenger, drag Dre out. I'm last, drag me out. So get us in all different cars. Take us into some mountains. I see Dre car, see my uh, Diggs car. I'm like, damn, see all the police outside. I guess they getting into the story or whatever. I don't know what. They the- separated you and when they brought you in? No, nah, we came, like like I say, when they brought us back, they brought us back to Fresno. Oh, okay. We damn near, maybe they made it to Patterson. That's when we probably turned around. Oh, okay. Right before you get to Patterson. You know that one uh, 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 shit where you see it's like a candy land looking like a motel with the, the window? We turned right there. Mm-hmm. So they got us right there. So take us back to Fresno. 
motherfucker asked me, I'm home right hell yeah. Took me eating and shit. This is all before we get back to Fresno. Get to Fresno. Why they take us straight to a bank? Why the FBI agent uh, office was on top of the bank? The same bank that you were going to hit? There's oh, a, oh. That's how they was rocking, though. Uh, the motherfuckers was... Banks, you know, Fresno got the biggest banks, you know, like L.A., so the motherfuckers were big, so... Go in there, they do all the shit. The first time me and... No, I mean, been in the county jail. I'm 18, just turned 18. So, Fresno, that's what it was. We and I been doing, like, fucking, like, 15 months in that fucking county fighting that case. Man, and... Because you didn't actually end up robbing the bank, it's all conspiracy. They gave us conspiracy and attempt. Yeah. They said the nigga uh, Diggs put his foot out on the, on the bank ground. Damn. That made the attempt. Damn. And in, in, in Fresno County Jail, Mac Dre records an album. Uh, yeah, he did uh, Back in the Hood. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So I believe this is the first full album that's recorded. In jail, yeah. Rap yeah, album. If you look at it, because if a nigga did it before uh, 92, then he did it before Dre. If he didn't do it before 92, Yeah, yeah, I brought this up. It. Some people say it's X-rated, but I don't think X-rated's album came out until nope. like 94 or 96. I, I ended up going, uh, I was X-rated, man. It was Sully's in Sac County. Okay. That's, me and Dre got indicted to Sac County after we get convicted in Fresno. Hmm. Uh, a Mac 11. You know, that's when they started making uh, the machine guns uh, fucking federal. Okay. They indict me. As soon as we get convicted of a bank robbery, these motherfuckers got <clears throat> indict us to Sacramento the next day. We on a bus going to Sacramento, uh, Sac County. And X-Rated is in there at the time fighting the murder case. Murder. He was telling me about the shit. I'm like, damn. Yeah. But he was like, innocent. I'm like, damn, you might be. And eventually, after we go back to Fred, because uh, me and Dre had to like uh, take a... Uh, I guess we'll we say, like, we waived our appeal to the bank robbery to make them drop the Mac 11. Because Mac 11 got bodies, all kind of shit on oh, it. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, in our crew, Dre can't go to jail. So I was going to have to take the case. You some kind yeah, of way. Yeah, yeah. So me and Dre's being there arguing in a minute in a cell. I'm like, nigga, how you want me to go take the case? That nigga, we was playing on the streets. Nigga, this shit really happening now. <laughs> Nigga, this is deep. I got to think how to do this. Yeah. I ain't supposed to be the one taking the case for you. It's supposed to have been the other, some other nigga. It just happened to me and you in here. But that was, the Cuddy was like, man, you know you got to take the case. <laughs> right. I'm like, ah, oh, man, this is, oh, this is too far. <laughs> nigga, I'm already convicted of bank robbery. Yeah. Nigga, I only take a Mac 11. This motherfucker got bodies and serial numbers scratched off, all kind of stupid shit. Nigga, this is old. This is man. This is a hell of a commitment. At, at, at that point, did you realize like all, everything you do, had been doing up to that point? Like, damn, this is some deep shit. Wasn't even tripping. Pops was telling me though. He said you fucking with the big boys. Mm-hmm. So you knew what was coming. What the consequences could was at possible. All. Man didn't want to do none of that shit. Yeah. It was like man. Yeah. Is, you know, we was only getting six months and why eight, yeah. nine, three years? And you know what I'm saying? That nigga out. They offered us thirty months. I mean, 40 months. Yeah. We was like, hell, man, but count that ass, that's motherfucker like three years. We ain't missed everything. Well, when people talk about Mac Dre, they say one of the realest things he did is that he wasn't even part of that robbery and could have gotten off by cooperating, and instead he kept his mouth shut. That's kind of more of uh, what people think, but they wanted Dre. Because of the song? Dre ass was going to jail. You think because of the song? Just everything. That nigga everything. was not... He was into the shit. 
He wasn't a robber or none of that other shit, but he, he like, nigga, if you think about a conspiracy, this now our case, now we can say it, that motherfucker, he was on there telling Jay Diggs to shoot the bank camera windows out. Mm, on the wiretap? Yeah. Oh, okay. Take the shoes up. So, so he was proving it that he was, that he was like, nigga, you telling them what to do. Yeah, so he was pretty much washed. Man, all I'll say is two things on this conspiracy. That's cool twice. They gave me up and convicted me. How much time did you end up getting? I ended up getting 97 months. Which is about eight, eight and a half yeah. years, but end up fucking up, end up, end up with 121, just fucking up, just bullshitting. And how, uh, I mean, so you went down, Jigs went down, Dre went down. And then, uh, then the rest of the crew went Coolio. down. Coolio. Coolio went down four months after us. Okay. Uh, Coolio, my, uh, my partner Ray. And a big dot and mm-hmm. my little nephew Dane. Damn. My little nephew Dane was only 15. So they sent him to uh, CYA. Where did you end up doing your time? I went to Lion Park, you know, then I spread it myself. I went everywhere because I ended up getting, uh, I went to Terminal Island. Then nigga Diggs ended up uh, fucking riding the crack, you know, they did the crack ride. They were supposed to change the uh, equivalent to crack to uh, cocaine. Mm-hmm. You know, because niggas with crack cases was having 30, 40 years, nigga with cocaine. And I had, like, if you get caught with a quarter ounce of crack and a gun, nigga, you was getting 30 years. You get caught with a, a, a 10 keys. Right, right, right. Yeah. And a gun, you get two years. So yeah. Nigga, they was, so when they abandoned that law, niggas had a, a crack ride. I ended up getting caught up in that shit fucking with Diggs' ass. So they take us back. They come get 50 niggas off T.I., a compound like at four in the morning. I'm, nigga, I'm, this is so fucked up because this first time I kind of was not doing shit, really just looking. I was in the TV room by myself. People didn't really want to fuck with me because I speak, they said I'd be starting shit all the time. And I had digs. Digs was like fucking uh, choke niggas out, doing all kind of shit in the pen. So my big cousin, they like, man, tell your little cousin stop tripping. I'm like, man, fuck that nigga. That nigga is weak. Dig's like, man, leave that nigga. You be your size. Man, you be, man, I'm, leave them niggas alone, man. <laughs> niggas crush your fucking eye like they can't do shit. So I had that attitude. Y'all was just young and wild in there, huh? I'm in the TV room, eating. I hear a explosion. Boosh. Like, what the fuck was that? I go, look out there. I see the fucking uh, CO. He laid out bleeding. I hear Diggs yelling, ah, you know what I'm saying? Got a crowd of niggas running with him. And what the fuck the niggas did. So I guess at this time, you know, the police can push the deuces. That make all the attention of all the police come. So they guess when he's falling out, he pushed that shit. So the police is coming. I'm hearing a racket, but when I get out there, I guess the police is trying to drag the police they knocked out out the the, the, the corridor so they can lock the, the shit back up. These niggas throwing shit. I'm looking. Motherfucking hit me in the back of the head with a chair. I instantly start bleeding. You bleeding in the pen, you going to jail for anything. You did it. So I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm bleeding. Then went to the bathroom. I'm like, man, this nigga, I'm fucked up. So I'm like, damn. So I'm in there trying to get my shit together. They didn't lock this in there now. So the uh, the good thing is that uh, the niggas, uh, okay, let me get right. The good thing is that, uh, that, uh, that they, they lock us in, it's like three days now. So I'm healing myself, kind of like putting Vaseline on the shit. My shit is cut. I still got the wound right now. 
Mm. So Diggs and them then took over the pen. The police is not even coming into our unit. These niggas getting paperwork on people, checking people in, doing from the hole. They choking people from this jail, and then the knock you have to knock on the door, and the police will let you out and go check in. They they run the jail. So maybe like about two weeks go by. Tell me these motherfuckers is letting us live. They ain't coming in the unit. No police. I'm talking about they doing they. They not even coming. I don't know what the fuck. They not coming. So finally they come and say, okay, we're going to interview y'all. One by one. We go to the town. I got a beanie on. I go in there, tell them I ain't did shit. I don't know what happened. They ain't even tell me to take my beanie off. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm I'm good. So now they eventually letting us kind of go eat in the chow hall now, but only by units. So everybody thinking it's cool. And it's about four in the morning. I kind of hear hella shit going on in the yard. I look out the window. Man, it's about 200 police with the boom squad, all the shit on. I said, man, I digs, we in the cubicles. Digs, like, on this side, I'm right here. I tell him, man, they coming. He come run over there, look out the window. He said, oh, shit. So he go run, jump in the bed. So we trying to act like we sleep. We hear him come in. I see the lights. You know, I see them coming. Man, first name they yell up, my fucking name. Get on the ground. I'm like, what the fuck? Do all this shit, grab me, handcuff me. My, um, you know, you be on your knees and you kind of hang. Motherfuckers grab my, my, both of my legs with my, my chest. My stomach hit the ground and them fuckers drag me all the way out the unit. Nigga, I'm in D unit, C unit down here. Fucking down the stairs, all this shit. They probably brutally for about about three minutes. I finally make it to where they bring me, middle of the yard. Man, they bring 50 niggas out like that, dragged out. The nigga did, got a perm. This nigga perm everywhere. Mm. So they drag him right by me. He looking, he said, Cuddy, man, what you think they gonna do? I said, man, you hella stupid. <laughs> start that, nigga, it's over. <laughs> nigga, you see what they gonna do, it's over, nigga. So... They get us on the bus. God damn. They, the 50 niggas on the bus, I'm talking about going crazy on the police, yelling, just everything you can do. I'm quiet. I'm like, damn. I just came out of Lompoc to prison. I finally made it to a fucking FCI meeting where it's cool. You can do anything. So now we back. I kind of don't know where we going, but I'm seeing it. I said, this is like Santa Barbara. Oh, yeah, I said, oh, we going to Lompoc. And we get the line pack. Not only do they got 200 motherfuckers, they got 500 guards on the thing. They got the mini tanks. All the shit. These niggas quiet now. The 50 digs in them. So I'm like, shit. As soon as they get us, pull the bus up, the lieutenant, I know him, the lieutenant Sergio, he looked. He said, who's the troublemaker on the bus? They point the digs. Drag him off the bus. I swear, by the time, because I, I could probably come off about maybe ninth off the bus. Sergio seen me say, oh, you back? I said, man, you wouldn't believe this one. See, yup. Man, I get out there, man, that nigga digs. Face against the uh, fucking wall. He's not making a fucking eye contact. I'm talking about like he was not looking at me, but like, yeah, now see, it's great to get different. Get in the line, finally. Take us to R&D. Take us to the, uh, give us our shit. They give us a, a T-shirt and some drawers. No sheets, no nothing. 
nigga, take us to the hole. Nigga, put us in the cell. Nigga, it's only a, a, a fucking mattress in there. No sheets on it. Nigga, when I get in there, gotta be in the line pot. So I hear, yee, yee. All I know is hella bay niggas. Like, who is that? I like Kilo. I like, they going crazy. And I'm back. Everybody know me. So get in there. I was like, man, uh, bro, man, I need some sheets. They said, boy, we just got, they was in the hole maybe for about two months because Lime Pie took off on a crack ride before us. They was already in the hole. They said, it took like two months to get some sheets. Boy, you got to cut your mattress. Man, I cut this motherfucking mattress. Got in that motherfucker, man. I was sleeping that motherfucker to this motherfucker to my neck. Inside the mattress. Man, like this. You know them uh, uh, plastic oh. masks? They be the ones they give you probably because yeah, yeah. you've been to the military. Yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Man, sleeping in that motherfucker like this. <laughs> yeah. Look, man. Look, I had a celly. He, 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 let me see. He, about, he wasn't tall as you, but he was, he was big, big, but I know him. I'm harder than him. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I should be up to my neck. The, the people will be bringing the food. And I'm like, man, get the food. He was like, man, you got to come out the mat. I was like, nigga, if I come out this mat, watch. I'm going to choke your ass out. This motherfucker, big ass nigga, scatter me and shit. I'm like, man, get the motherfucking food. I ain't never coming out this mattress. So I want to. You feel me? It's to be free and they had all the windows open. So we did this motherfucker favor like, favor like three weeks. Only give us some sheets. I'm like, and then, like I say, the crack ride. So now we going to R&D. I told you I didn't do nothing. This is the first time I'm not involved. All these other niggas got real cases. They got to go see, you got to go see the, uh, uh, what is it? It's SIS, the, you know, Special uh, Investigation Unit. So you go get your discipline. So, so, but I, on the bus, the motherfuckers tell us, y'all motherfuckers ain't gonna never see California again. That's what they telling everybody. So everybody go in there and get guilty, all the shit. They get niggas, when they start, the destination start coming, they start saying Ray Brook, New York, Wisconsin, they sending niggas all over the country. They say, uh, me and Diz, they say, uh, White Deer, Pennsylvania. They had an M on mine, and they have an F on his. So I'm like, oh, shit, uh, damn, uh, I'm going to the media. And my, I'm like, I'm good. Uh, I don't dig, I don't know what the F means. You might be going under the hole or something. <laughs> man, counselor come by, I was like, uh, hey, man, uh, what this M mean? He said the max. Mm. I said max. I said what F mean? He said the FCI. I said so I'm going to the max. He going to FCI. I said nigga, <laughs> you ain't got me sent to the pen and you great go. Oh, man, I was destroyed. God damn. I didn't do shit. I'm just nigga. And then you know, at first it was like I started trying. You know, I'm finally getting because they wouldn't let us write or nothing. So I finally got in contact with my mom. I was like, man, you need to get in contact with Janarino. These motherfuckers got an innocent man. I'm, man, I'm trying to get everything. I'm like, you can't let them send me no East Coast and all the shit. So she finally get into whatever, you know, you can write your Congress people. So they saying he got to release his records. I'm like, what you mean, release my records? Talking about all the shit I've been in here? Nah, that's some bullshit because I done did hella shit in the pen. I done been in the hole for suspicion of drug sales. They want me to release that to my mama. I'm not physical. I said, fuck it. They sent my ass to the mm. East Coast. I was so fucked. Then I'm in the East Coast mad at this nigga on the yard through. Man, a counselor come say, man, uh, your cousin on the phone. I said, go in there. It's this nigga. 
He had the other pen. That's the I said, Cuddy, I got a bitch for you. I got a bitch for you. <laughs> man, look, I'm out here. I said, man, this nigga crazy. I was so mad at that nigga. And you got an extra, so you got about an extra two years on your sentence. Man, I got sent to the mat, and man, it was like, and it was like kind of diesel therapy. Yeah. Where they shipping you. They try to tire you out and man, they send you all over the place. They would pick you up at four in the morning when you situated. God damn. You know, pack your shit, come on. Yeah. That's how they sent me to Denver. I ended up getting sent to Denver from there. Mm. I was hella mad. I'm like, man, y'all are crazy. They got to make a movie, bro. That's yeah, crazy. I don't know. That's what I was thinking when you were saying that. This, this right here, what you just did, <laughs> yeah. right Period. Oh, man, it's a comedy. Yeah, yeah that's crazy, Because we young niggas, so we going right. through, we, we like, this ain't no normal shit. Right, right, you know right, right. I'm a kid. I ain't want to do all this shit. Right, right. God damn, man. Uh, so what year did you end up getting out? I got out in 99. Okay. The end. Like, and I was just, and how I, I spoke man, most shit. So I'm in, uh, in fucking uh, Inglewood. They do a, a marriage seminar where they, like, nigga got a year left and let you get used to being around your spouse and all this shit before you get home. So they pick, it's about 20 niggas from the pen. You got to prove that you married, all this other shit. So we do all the shit. So we like, man, we going to get some motherfucking weed in this motherfucker. You know, cracking. So we set up the shit. I'm talking about we got it where it's gravy on. I got eight niggas, different niggas gravy brain and shit in. I ain't doing nothing, just orchestrating it. I'm like, I'm just going home. Just, ooh, this gravy be some good, nigga. And there you get, motherfucker, we had some pounds. So, nigga, a, a dub out here is $100 in there. So I'm thinking You bringing about, pounds in, into the penitentiary? Only on this one because it's a marriage seminar. Mm. So they letting your, they ain't searching your wife. This, they don't, this is a different visit. This three three days. You get the, uh, um, they trying to, you know, uh, some counselors coming here trying to tell you and your wife how to make it. From being nigga being jailed this long, so they give you three days. That's some new shit they started. You going to chapel? It's some chapel people telling you it's some, uh, whatever they is. So we get in there. I'm talking about soon as they the police leave, everybody they start fucking. This is how niggas start fucking. Oh, in the same room? <laughs> man, no police in there. Just fuck these people. Oh, y'all shit. Y'all people. Y'all better, we kill y'all here. Oh, fuck shit. y'all. Instantly. Bam. That's the first day. Why? <laughs> fucking funny each other. Man, what? <laughs> <laughs> fucking like dogs. Chapel. The, the, the police leave. So, so, they let it, so this going down, right? So now, next day, let us eat all the shit. So next day, we're going to bring the weed in. So we got we got to set up. So getting the weed, everything going, everything going perfect. I'm talking about man, right when the shit gravy, the visit gravy, the, 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 they didn't let us get to Sunday. On Saturday, the visits be over say about eight o'clock. Man, that motherfucker FBI, uh, ATF, they start grabbing all the niggas I know got the weed. I'm like, oh shit, them niggas is true. Like, what the fuck going on? I'm just, I ain't, I ain't got no weed. I don't, I ain't did shit. Man, last people they call me, tell them I'm the ringleader of this shit. I said, man, I got fucking six months to the house. Oh, you did this six months from your release day? Hell yeah, cause I'm saying, like, you get ready. Right. So, I'm like, ah. 
I'm in a hole now. So it's we got it's eight niggas. I see them grab every nigga I know got weed. Grab these niggas up. So we in a hole. So the dude that the reason they pulled me up because my partner was using my phone. And he kept guess he was whatever. And then the, the dude that told the SIS was a nigga that's trying to get, get some extra time off. So he's like, man, I got a big sting coming on. So, you know what I'm saying? So they had the FCI, all the shit. So I'm in there. He's like, I'm already like, man, why the fuck you say that on my phone? All the shit. Now, I ain't get, I, I lost my halfway house and everything. You can get a halfway house. You get all the shit for this shit, right? Mm-hmm. So this nigga in there like, man, how we going to fight the case? I'm telling you, man, if I go to trial, I'm going to. Watch, I'm gonna kill your motherfucking ass. That's all in my brain. Watch, I'm gonna have every nigga on this compound. Watch the niggas that I got a power over. We coming after your motherfucker. You better figure this shit out. <laughs> you mean no trial? Nigga, I ain't going to no fucking trial. Nigga, I got six months. You dumb motherfuckers got caught with the weed and shit. So now, the months, they let me out the hole. Let us out. That's the feds didn't pick it up right then. So now I'm out. Now I get, I read in the paper some more shit that these motherfuckers, I'm reading it, they talking about the romper room shit. That it's people that's getting out of jail, they're going to steal arrest. I'm like, I'm like, what the fuck? Perry, come get me? I'm just tripping now. Now on my release date, I tell my mama, give me a stretch limo. I'm telling one of the motherfuckers that nigga is the biggest limo you can find. She's like, all right. So I get my dress out. My somehow my shit was tight. The when I got out dressed, it was mm-hmm. tight. My hat was tight. This everything was tight. I'm like, man, what this nigga sent me some bullish. It's cool, but I it's, I'm fresh. It's clothes from the streets, but shit tight on me. So I'm already just and I'm thinking about, damn, these motherfuckers gonna come pick us up because they said they picking some niggas up. So when I get to R and D, I'm asking hella questions. I said. Y'all really great let me out the gate? They like, nah, surely you you getting out. I said, I'm talking about where I can go home. I'm they like, man, nigga, you getting out. So they finally get dressed. Greg outside. I look, it's a limo. I don't know. I'm, I told y'all I've been gone. I ordered a stretch. They didn't send one of these uh airport limos. The little one. Yeah, a little shuttle. I thought that's the feds. <laughs> Uh. And my brain is the feds. So I go over to the thing. That I ain't handcuffed, though. So I'm like, I get to the, the dude. I said, what's going on? He said, your name. He said, my name. I said, how does fucking nigga know my name? I'm tripping on everything. I said, what's going on? He said, man, I'm supposed to be taking you to the airport. I said, I can get in? He said, yeah, man, get in. So I get in. I get on the phone. And I said, no. I get in there and his phone's in. I said, can I use this phone? He says, man, do what you want. I said, I get on the phone, call my mama. I said, mama, uh, what kind of limo you get me? She said, motherfucker, I got you. She going crazy. She ain't let me say shit. I'm like, well, why I look like, she said, motherfucker, that motherfucker cost me this. And she yelling. I'm like, man, she ain't. I get off the phone, so I ask him to do. I'm like, where's the airport at? He was like, downtown. I said, is the federal building down there? He said, yeah, everything's down there. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker, the feds. Take me to the airport. Get out. Still tripping. Now, I get 
the, the Denver to, you know, supposed to come to Oakland. This motherfucker got a, a, a hold over in Seattle. I don't know about this shit. I don't know. Now I'm like, oh, these, these fuckers got me at the airport in Seattle. I'm off the plane. They made me get off the plane and talk about, man, you gotta get on another flight. I'm like, just the fucking feds. I'm talking about, I tripped all the way until I got to fucking Oakland. Damn, this is on paranoia. So I saw my mama. And yeah. then I, I waited to the last person on the plane. I'm just sitting. And everybody getting off. I'm like, damn, why everybody letting me, you know, like, no, I'm just tripping on everything. I'm fresh out, don't, and been, no, no, none of this shit, incarcerated still. So I finally got out, came home to, and then why the motherfuckers in, uh, sent an indictment? But they indicted, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, my girl. Cause she the one, mm-hmm. you know, they found, they went back, they, they only uh, found a half a pound in balloons. You know, the niggas scattered them, and they went back and found a pound and a half at the room. So when I get out, they, you know what I'm saying, try to make my girl go back, you know, to a grand jury. So if she done went back to Denver, but I ended up getting a lawyer and all this shit, but she never went back to Denver and they squashed the case. Why they dropped all the niggas, because it was still niggas that, if I told you the other eight niggas, they dropped their cases. Just off me getting the fucking lawyer on her shit. Damn. So that, that was it. That was it. But I was, nigga, that's how I went home. That's, yeah. Lost yeah. halfway, I went home from getting caught again to. That's a hell of a 10 years, that's bro. That's crazy, Yeah, huh? yeah. I'm like, damn, I can't win for fucking lose. But we start fucking like dogs. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about you. Like, said, I beat it up like I'm fresh out, yeah. You would never see me. Man, the lady the chopper, he was like, no, we got to teach y'all. Y'all can't. Man, it's over. Oh, shit. Boy, we plotted this shit out. We couldn't wait to get this motherfucker. Y'all ain't fuck the marriage council. This is it. God damn. Man, I ain't got no pussy in hell long. That's all the council I need. Well, shit, man. So, '99 is when you when you touch back yeah. down, and by then, uh, Mac Dre's Dre Dre back out, back in rotation. He just he just got home on a violation. Dre only been, yeah he went back and got out and came home. So Dre yeah. only been home for maybe four months. So he got out, he, dropped the dropped the rompilation, dropped stupid doo doo dumb. He dropped the rompilation, mm-hmm. stupid doo doo dumb. He was on a run. Oh, he's on the run. Already, when Stupid Doodle Dunn came out. I'll tell you this story. I called this nigga. He said, Cuddy, I found a way we could smoke weed, nigga, now. He said, man, they got a thing on the back of the weed thing that 100% guarantee you won't get it dirty. Uh, he took that shit. Man, next time I talked to the nigga, maybe three weeks later, he said, Cuddy, man, I got 14 dirties, boy. Uh, <laughs> he said, man, I'm suing them people. I said, <laughs> He said, I'm suing them motherfuckers. I said, boy, I already knew. I'm like, man, you can smoke. He said, boy, it's a 100% guarantee on the back of the book. God damn. This nigga had 14 dirties. Because, you know, the feds, they, they got a different test. They know that this THC in your system already. They just want to see how high your levels is. Mm. They don't give a fuck about mm-hmm. the THC in your system. They want to see how level it is. So is he... Was he home when you got out, or he yeah, was? He was okay, home. I'm okay. telling you, I came home to when I came home. That motherfucker was walking down because I live on Simon Street. I see when I'm coming out, and they said that's Dre. I seen walking. 
This nigga ain't in no car. Walking. You know, our street kind of long. I'm in the middle of the street. So this nigga had to walk for, well, you know, he walked like, he walked. I'm like, man, what the fuck is this nigga walking for? So we see each other. We hug each other. Hella emotional. Like, man, he said, man, Cuddy, I'm so fucking glad you out. He said, boy, I'm broke as a motherfucker, but we going to be back. Mm-hmm. I said, what you mean we broke? He said, boy, I ain't got a quarter right now, boy. It's rough out here. <laughs> man, I swear to God, nigga, me and this nigga, you know how you supposed to drive through the hood? Mm-hmm. Man, we walked mm-hmm. through every street in the crest. And he was introducing me. Ugh, the cut he back. Like, he was just, that was just like, ugh, nigga, we back. And, and then my partner Ray pulled up and we were just like, it was some cutties that was out. So we was like, nigga, we back. Mm-hmm. Miami came. This motherfucker was a wild man. Them niggas was taking Thea's pills. I don't know this by now. So that night we went out. These niggas is tripping. <laughs> So I'm already hearing about it. I pop one. So this motherfucker make me instantly be on some pen shit. I'm just looking and I ain't talking, but I'm tripping on everything. Like, man, motherfucker bumping into me. I'm just, I'm just a madman. So now I'm on pills. This is my first, I'm talking about all my time I did. My first day out, I took a fucking pill. Your first day out? First day out. Oh, shit. I'm, okay. Nigga, I come, nigga, Miami and Miami going to the, because Dre got a show that night. I swear we driving. I'm in a, this, I'm a, a, a Taurus. My mama had a, like this little Taurus, four door Taurus. Man, we going going to Sacramento. You know, Sac got these funny little turns. Man, I come around that turn it was fast, but I didn't know how fast I was going. Man, I ended up going on like two wheels, but I came off that motherfucker. That Miami said, "Ugh, you back, nigga?" And he said, "We on." And we went crazy. Game. That's when I got the pill. So my mm-hmm. mama got it from his ass. <laughs> He's like, nigga, you back. Nigga, you handled that shit. Then, nigga, after that, we were just... And then and then, maybe, say about five days later, get a phone call. Nigga, Dre's like, Cuddy. i like, what's up, Cuddy? He was like, you take pills? I said, yeah. Man, about 10 minutes later, this motherfucker pull up. I jump in. He said, nigga, I didn't want to get you on him, but you on him, nigga, it's on. Nigga, we start being everywhere. So th- this is also the time when there's the rock records comes to an end. Because the rock really, because like I said, they they was, I told you, remember I told you that indictment was coming? They yeah. arrested. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Niggas that was arrested. Yeah. They arrested my partner Decon, my partner homeboy Jay. Uh, it was hella people that was gone. So the next the next ent- business entity is is Thiz Entertainment. The reason that come about, like I said, everybody was saying Thiz. We Thizzing, we Thizzing. So... I had uh, got out and ended up getting this club. It was like in Fairfield. The lady already had the uh, like the uh, liquor license. So when I get get up there, I, I'm like, end up being our business partner. So I'm like, I just got to bring act. So my first act was bring Mac Dre and Lil Bruce. Because when I left, you know, we used to be tripping with them. You know what I'm saying? Lil Bruce was like yeah. a, uh, one of the main nemesis of us. Right. He was like one of the main niggas riding for them. That What's we, up, Stretch? Oh, okay, yeah. So I don't get, yeah. So like, he was one, like, one of our main nemesis. Yeah, we didn't talk about the sick taste between the different neighborhoods. Yeah, because we yeah. said that little Bruce, like, uh, mm-hmm. that came about like we in our neighborhood. The nigga Forty pull up. He said, "Man, I ain't in it." But my little cousin boy, he, man, I'm gonna let y'all hear it. Man, this motherfucker start talking, taking off on Dre, the Mac, and PSD. These the and Stevie, uh, D the other Steve. So it's. Four niggas, he take off in our neighborhood. We like, boy, who is this? 
we listening. So we like, all right. So we go to the studio and make a, a super sick tape. We start talking about, you know how I told you how the crest is. We talk about mamas, great, mm-hmm. great, great, dead people. That's the kind of tape we make. That instantly sparked it. But little Bruce kept coming back and forth. I'm talking to Mac. Everybody went at, at little Bruce. You know what I'm saying? So me and little Bruce, this is how we meet. We at school. We at Hogan. Mm-hmm. Like I told you, I was, went to Hogan. They come get the bus to come get us and take us to Hogan, which is across town. Now I get there, little Bruce there. This little this nigga got a perm, fly ass nigga. I'm like, oh, this nigga, this fly nigga right here. I mean, it instantly became hella cool. You know what I'm saying? He was already, you know what I'm saying, lived in the crest anyway. So he already had that kind of mentality. So we was fucking each other then to till we start funking, till I'm seeing a nigga shoot at me, to the nigga writing on my car. I'm like, boy, this nigga, I'm gonna get this nigga. When I get Wait, little Bruce wrote on your car and I got candy, candy paint, nigga. Listen, I got candy paint. I'm pull up. I, I just got my beat done, everything. I pull up to the motherfucking, uh, to the, uh, uh, thing it was convenience. All the liquor store, all the cutties go. My cutty look, he said, man, this nigga rode in your car? I said, who? <laughs> man, I look, man, this motherfucker done wrote little Bruce in my candy paint. <laughs> I said, oh, I'm going to get this nigga. I'm talking, nigga, nigga, where he had to have a motherfucking uh, blade. Now, I know Razor going to do this shit. And he wrote in my top. You know, I had a phantom top. Uh, oh, I'm getting this That's nigga. disrespectful right there. This, this nigga was a nigga. I'm telling you. Yeah. <laughs> the cold thing, the only time we saw him, why is when we was going to Fresno. On the way to Fresno, you saw little Bruce? Saw him and he was in the car. Like nailed it down with a girl that Dre used to fuck with. So he's like, look at little Bruce. But we was already on some oh bank. My God. We, we bank robber then. Yeah, so yeah. Our atti- I, I don't know if our attitudes was different. Yeah, something else. You was on something else at that point. Yeah. Yeah. But when I came home, so I'm like, you know, look. Wait, Bruce, just one, one question. Right? You said 40 pulled up to the crest to play the shit for you? Kind in it, man. You know, all wow. that shit he be doing that 40 shit. Like, we boozing and whatever the fuck he did. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't take no credit. But this motherfucker took off. We but like, didn't, it, were there, there's some tapes that the click was making? They didn't, they didn't get into that shit. Okay. I don't think, when I told you when we went in there, we started talking about their crippled grannies and yeah. pissing on their mama's grave. And they didn't want to go that far. They like, man, okay. we ain't let the world hear this type of, y'all tripping. And uh, Oselli Self made some tapes. I don't know. We was in, like I say, the only time I ever heard 40 get at us is when we was in jail. And that nigga said something about bank, bank, bank for man, publicity. Yeah, like, that's, yeah. some, that's some hot shit to us. Cause we like, nigga, you saying Dre? I ain't Andre. You saying Dre robbing well, banks, nigga? Dre had a line that said, "What would he say? He said, I'm down with the sick shit. I'm not with the click shit. We funkin'. Yeah. We standing there like funk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick with it. Uh, yeah. Sick with it. We was right. on that. That's right, right. our word. Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't go that far, but yeah. Yeah, 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 that. yeah. We said it first. Okay. If you go back to history, since you're in the history of the bank. For sure. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's why you're here. That's why you're here. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> so, 10 years or so passes, and then all that shit kind of goes water on the bridge. And you know. Man, I'll tell you, when I come home, this nigga, Lil Bruce, a pimp. Yeah. So, Dre already meant to be a pimp. When we was in the pen, this nigga, Dre ended up getting his perm. Shit didn't get real. It wasn't long on his shoulder, but it was like, he wearing rollers every day. 
Yeah. We like, man, cut him, man, that shit. Because the rollers in the pen, they don't give you. I think want. I've seen pictures of him in the pen with rollers yeah. in his hair. Yeah, yeah. motherfucker, blue and, and pink. Right. So we like, cut him, man. He like, I'm setting my hair. This nigga used to be fucking with this nigga named Chuck from Filmo. Nigga named uh, The Beast. Uh, nigga, uh, Chucky Barnes. Uh-huh. So that was a silly. So he had Dre on some educated Mac pimp. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you ever heard, like, Mac Minister. Yeah, sure. Just how they talk. Yeah. This nigga named Chucky, they, 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 they poets with, with the Yeah, he's just reason. spilling that shit. So this nigga, mm-hmm. that's what Dre used to be in the cell. He got this, uh, one of his uh, albums is called Harder of a Gangsta, Tongue of a Pimp, and, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, so him and Chuck, so, so we telling Cuddy, man, like, you can't keep wearing rollers every day, nigga. So he's like, I'm setting my hair, so we used to be like, he owned that shit hella tough. So we like, man, fuck that shit. You know what I'm saying? So he, <laughs> y'all niggas ain't growing. So he was on some pimp silky slim. They start calling him that in the uh-huh. pen and all the shit. So we was like, all right. So that's how him and Lil Bruce kind of clicked. When, he, when I came home, he said, Cuddy, I know you're going to think this shit crazy. Me and my Lil Bruce, my pimp partner. I said, what you mean? Man, right, we ain't on that funk shit, man. You can't get out. He start preaching to me like, I didn't say I was on no funk shit, but he telling me that, nah, the music and, because Lil Bruce was the nigga when mm-hmm. he came home. This nigga had a, nigga, I'm telling you, this nigga used to wear suits on stage, three-piece suits and gators, and they was doing their shit. So that's kind of like, we were just, I was just getting out to it. Dre, Dre ain't. He didn't even get into the 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 Stizzle Washington stage yet. He's still trying to really find what he gonna do. So that's how we do it. Like I told you, we start thizzing. We go to fucking rave and sat. Mm. That's how I started. A rave. Yeah. Right. And and I went to a rave. The the uh, 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 this is this is one white boy. He had a problem, and he was telling me that somebody owe him this much, and I can keep this much. So I'm mm. like. Well, all right, where he at? Went to a rave. And the nigga he showed me ended up being a Vallejo nigga, uh, old school Vallejo nigga. Now, it was funny because he wasn't even hard when we was growing up, but he was. So that's how we start going to raves. I'm telling Dre, like, man, it's, they be cracking over there. So we end up start going. These motherfuckers giving us hella pills. We taking like five, six different pills because all you got to do is drink some water or other shit and right. enhance it. Right. And then they tripping on Dre. Like he a star and they dance into the, the like kind of fast tempo kind of music, like dance music. Mm-hmm. And, and that's where, you know what I'm saying? That Thizzle Washington, he ended up going to fuck with Yuck Mouth in LA one time, come back. This nigga Thizzle Washington. Damn, just like that. Trans- transformation. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, was that on 17 Reasons? Was that one of the first features he did when he came? Yeah, see, you got see, when I came home, y'all had already did that. I, uh, so that was they did that. Yeah, that was seventy reasons before he got out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I met. I'm, I'm telling you, I met Toes on, on straight on the Toes. This, this the on first the time he went to Houston. He was in Houston. You, you, yeah, you, yeah. And Dre was like, he was like, I'll be back, but I'm, I'm. He wasn't even living in Houston then. I think he was just going to run. Yeah. I don't know what it was. Uh-huh. He was like, I'm in Houston, but because uh, Dre was like, man, you got to get in contact with Toes. He gonna whoop and you. But I think that was when he got out of jail. I think that was the first. Was his 91, first 99. Yeah. 99. No, he did. 98. Jo- he did Jordan 90, 96 yeah. on the run. 97. 97. Had to be. 97. So I, that was when he was on the run. Yeah. Yeah. I came home to that. Like, when I came home, Dre was, uh, told you, he wasn't, he wasn't, he, we was doing a rompelation. We had just did a rompelation too. And I think he had did Rapper Gone Bad
did you did you see a place for you to get in? Like how you mentioned before, like how he was like kind of y'all y'all hope to get out. Did yeah, you? See- I, always, I always had to manage. I was always doing that kind of stuff. The business end, no matter what. Yeah, because I like I say, I'm like I, when he was doing out, I'm like I'm gonna be the role manager. Yeah, because my mama was trying to make me get a job. I'm like I'm Dre role manager. That's my job. You know what I'm saying? I was like, Cuddy, you just gotta give me five percent. Five percent is pretty, pretty good deal. I'm yeah. like, no, give me a check. <laughs> now, back in them days, nigga, we was getting hella money. Five percent Kyrie deals, they weren't shit. Uh-huh. I think the uh, biggest check Dre ever got was 20,000, but we was like, man, you got a check, but it blew our brains back. Yeah. But, but this, this entertainment was different. This was all under Dre's control. The type of music he wanted to make. Yeah, it is kind of yeah. That's kind of like when uh, him, like when Stretch and all. You know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. when, that's when we start having like more of a managing team. Like it was different people. I didn't right. have to do no managing. Right, right, right. Had to be like part of the you know part of the music and been always been always part of the music part. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and so I mean, after Dizel Washington, then comes Trill TV, and and shit really starts blowing up. Trill TV comes, like I say, we had a, a, a Justin Lomax and a nigga B Love. Mm-hmm. The nigga Justin Lomax was an intern, and he did uh, Trill TV for internship. So our first time going out, we uh, we go out and it's a motherfucker uh, uh, fucking doing a fucking jump. Uh, a a motorcycle. motorcycle, yeah. This motherfucker, we go, and this motherfucker was drunk already. So he see Mac Dre and start going crazy. Oh, Wait, the my... dude in Trill TV that baps on the motorcycle was, was uh, drunk? He was jumping for the Budweiser from tomorrow, the next day. He spoke the Budweiser commercial. That shit was set up. They paid the whole shit. So when he see Dre, he like, Dre's like, man, you can't. He's like, boy, I'll do it right now. When this nigga get... This nigga take his motorcycle off the... He started it up on the, the truck. He go down the ramp, looping. Like, I'm like, well, this nigga sick. But he put on his head. People's telling me, like, man, he like, boy, I'm doing this Mac motherfucking truck. This nigga do the jump. I'm looking. <laughs> nigga. I'm like, damn, is this nigga gonna make the ramp? This motherfucker don't even look like he gonna make the ramp. This motherfucker do it. I see. I was like, oh, he's not gonna make This motherfucker hit the top of the ramp and flip over. Yeah, yeah. Man, instantly, because we, I was like, I start calling, like, instantly calling people, saying, man, some motherfucker died out here. He did. You know, that's what we say. It don't nigga be necessarily dead, but we right. say that anything. If you sleep too long, we like, oh, this nigga over here dead. So I'm yelling at the white people looking at me like, this nigga's a menace. I'm tripping. But I see the nigga do his thumb, so I know he ain't dead. He did the evil Knievel thumbs like, up. Yeah. yeah. So, and that's when Drake get this camera and was like, boy, before Channel 2 and Channel 4 get it, you get it on Trill TV. Boy, them homies so mad at us. They, I've <laughs> never been as mad as you ever see somebody be. That's crazy. I remember that part where dude baps on the bike. Oh, but they got, man. I'm, I did not know he was drunk attempting that stunt. That's fucking crazy. Man, he supposed to did the Budweiser shit the next day. That's crazy. I was like, oh, this Trill TV is meant. What, 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 did you, what was your feeling when you started seeing, like, because... I'm in high school when Trill TV comes okay. out. It's a big-ass impact. Everybody is, sees this shit like, oh, damn. I was already on Dre's music, but this shit was different. Okay. Now the slang is coming out, the style, everything. Like, did you see that, like, the fans and the reaction and the response yeah, around I, this time? Sometimes we used to be on the freeway, and you'll see motherfuckers pointing. Oh, that's Dre. I can see they... I should be tripping on that. Like, damn, this nigga. But he, like I say, he was... He loved it, all that shit. Yeah. 
like everything, anything with his name or got to do with his name. I don't give a fuck. If it, we used to, like the Rasputin's, they used to have his chart. Yeah. The niggas had me and mm-hmm. niggas stretch. He gonna make sure that we, every week to see where his shit is charting at. Mm-hmm. He used to be like factuated with different stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? What, what was, we talked with this, uh, uh, we talked about this with, with Stretch earlier, but what, what were some of um, Dre's plans for the future for this? Really, like, uh, it was starting a, a, a nation. Like, how we, like, when he passed away, it was kind of already the blueprint. We just kind of, like, carried it on. But he was already always thinking about putting somebody on. You know what I'm saying? He was telling me he's going to be a comedian. Like, had me and stretching them really going to get artists. Like, he was really into his artists. Wait, he was going to stop rapping and do comedy? Yeah. Like, stand-up comedy? Or, like, acting? Whatever. All the shit. All that. Comedy. Oh, he said it on something? Mm. Oh, he said it on something, huh? I might do comedy. Yeah, he, he, Oh, yeah, he, when I'm on E, I might do comedy. Yeah. He was serious about, like, so our main thing was trying to find, like, because we, uh, we could have had a deal, but he was like, "Nah, I'ma just let's just get all the the five tightest." Were there any in the band. any labels that were actually trying to? Yeah, yeah. demonstrate like new. I'm telling you, like when we went to one label, I don't know which one it was, but they was like, "Y'all making this money independent like this?" He said, "Y'all making more than the real artists." Wow. They was tripping on how our deal was set up. So our thing was like, we gonna sign. We was gonna say what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like we gonna, we was like we gonna sign a deal, but he was like get the the, the five hottest barrier niggas. So we end up we was getting uh, uh I think it was Mess and Quinn. They had a thing together. Uh, it was the Loonies, the Mob Figures, the Cutthroat Committee, and who uh, uh, and Keek. Five. He's like nigga, we get these people on the deal that they want to give me. The Bay Area on. Wow. So he had plans for the whole, to just kind of share the spotlight with everybody and, and come up together. That too, but he knew that he needed, all, we needed all these voices at once. Yeah. Like if all these people would hit, imagine, I'm saying them names, imagine them, all them people that had deals, right? No, yeah, that's crazy. That's 2004. Imagine all yeah. of us signed to debt, whatever we did. That should have been crazy because messing them was on their shit. Yeah. They, it was the it, it was it was a surround sound. Then the mob figures, yeah. you know what I'm saying? A group of multiples from Pittsburgh, uh, Frisco, uh, Richmond. They was I remember finding a flyer on the ground for like after Dre died. Uh-huh. It was a concert that was scheduled for November at Shoreline. I don't know if you remember this, stretch. But it was it was like Mac Dre, Trina, Lil Scrappy, Trillville, and it was some like the. I do remember. You remember that? That's the one. Is that the one? That's the one. Yeah. That, it was, was like the week week after he had passed, yeah. and I saw that, and I was just like, "Damn!" Yeah. Like he was about to really go to the you, next we, level. We was changing, like it, we were seeing it. Like uh, we did some uh, a nigga stretched through a a a a, a, a show. I think it was in Monterey. Had two, it was like at a, a mall or something. But he had two. This nigga had it where the kids can be down here and the adults up here. Wow. Top stress had it set up. But when we coming, this nigga already got security around us. These motherfuckers, we ran through the security. Nigga like Michael Jackson and them. They was trying to grab us. I swear, we was running through the crowd. The stretch got us up to the top. 
This nigga Drake was performing at the top, and we looked down, man, it was thousands of thousands of motherfucking kids going fucking crazy. Damn. We was like, damn. That's when, that's when oh, yeah, when they was hanging out, they was hanging out. That's the, the one with the big mind. I didn't even know who. I didn't even know who Big Vine was. Listen, look. I swear, I didn't know. This, I'm telling you, I was new. I didn't know all these people, dude. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know who Big Vine was. This nigga DJ and he tearing the set up. Got Drake back to back, back to back. And I was like, when I after the end of the show, I was like, man, nigga, we need to hire you. Drake's like, man, that's Big Vine. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. He like, nigga, how you want? That's Big Vine. I was like, oh, that nigga raw. Yeah. <laughs> That nigga had Dre rocking. <laughs> and he probably was tripping on seeing the Mitch around because I was thinking that time they was thinking Dre was older. Exactly. He yeah, can't yeah, have yeah. a crowd yeah. like this. Yeah. And Big Vine, I think the, the, the whole media, they didn't believe yeah. it. Right then, that's when Vine said, man. Yeah, because yeah, nigga. It, it, he was in more rotation on the radio after he died, I feel like, than while he was alive. I don't think we, uh, we wasn't making music for the radio. We tried one time. You know, we did a song called Bleezies and E. Yeah. And yeah. It had Peaches and Cream. We yeah, were like, yeah. oh, they got to mix this together, Bleezies and E. <laughs> right. If they don't mix this together, they don't like radio shit. You feel me? So we were like, oh, yeah, this fucking radio shit is the shit. Uh, how how does it feel, um, like, all these years later? It's been, to this year's going to be the 20th anniversary of Dre's passing. And you got... Drake and uh, I mean so many artists and people and fans from around the world like still like so infatuated and still in love with Mac Dre. How does it feel to see all the love that he's been getting? That's just that's just hella dope. It's a uh it's a uh, a different feeling both ways because he was here doing the same shit. You know what I'm saying? And and then he get to get his roses as much as he's supposed to. So it, it's dope because, you know what I'm saying, the aftermath of what he, you know, a career that lasts, that keep going, you know what yeah. I'm saying? We want him to live like they do Elvis, you feel me? So mm-hmm. if we can provide that, that's dope. But he was dope when he was here, and yeah. that's what we used to be pushing. Like, yeah. damn, nigga, why? Y'all took a really, to see how he is and how the world uh, accepting, the Bay really was uh, holding something that they should have let the world see. Because you need your peoples to push you. You feel me? Yeah. And we was pushing so hard to, we pushed so hard till we was uninvited sometimes. Well, he was really underground for most of his career, right? Yeah, but we knew, though. So mm-hmm. it wasn't underground no more because we still was making the music. We was paying for the same music that the, the massive was getting. Right. Like, our studio time cost us just with a, a record label. Right, right, we right. We weren't like we was cheating the motherfuckers. Right. You know, we was really giving it to them. Like, we had, we had a direction that was just... I just think uh, he was a, I don't know if he was a threat to. He might have been too, too, like he said, too hard for the radio, you know. Yeah, but I'm saying when you hear his music, it's like when you hear feeling myself, you hear different shit. You're like, damn, that shit seem like it's now. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm trying to tell you. This nigga did that 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, So imagine we could have been there. You know what I'm saying? I'll just be saying some people hold, hold the bay back a little bit sometimes where you don't let. Yeah. The people that's supposed to be there, there. I mean, I think if Mac Dre was still alive, it would be a completely different hip-hop scene out here, man. Man, it, no, it just, like I say, I believe we just lost the fun again. We got we was having fun. Yeah. That's one thing with this, is we had hella fun. Yeah. These dudes don't have no fun. Yeah, it's crazy, because it's like the most gangster cutthroat shit, but it's still kind of, 
like weird and funny and humorous and strange and outlandish and and party and, and dope. Yeah, but I, I bet uh, Stretch and uh, Toes can agree to this that artists don't uh, appreciate. Like we wouldn't turn down no money. Oh yeah, that's a nigga that'll turn down ten thousand. Oh yeah, yeah, what yeah. What the hell? Yeah. I did this from the hood all my life. <laughs> and you gonna tell me you could turn? I don't understand it. Yeah, fucks me up. <laughs> Yeah. Fucks me up. Fucks me up, too. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. My, my, all I need, I can just do 10. I just need 1,000 of it. Yeah. Nigga, my people, we'd be cool. They'd turn it down. What, what you think that is? I don't understand it. Everything. What you think that is? I don't understand it. JT said that? That's yeah. what make him an ultimate hustler. No matter what. That's what I'm saying. What. It sounds like some, some, someone from film I would say. But I'm just telling you, just this, this in life, the what we go through, if, if if the people knew what it took for us to record right. and how, how hard it was for just a Bay Area dude, you know what I'm saying? It it was hard. Well, you kept it lit after after with this nation. And, it, and and like I say, uh, our method was with Dread do. Yeah. I mean, this nigga, man, Dre went. And I, I think even with me, I, I was more acceptive to everybody. Letting people just, yeah, he, come on. He, like, Stress got more into the music. Mm-hmm. Like, nigga, this don't make no sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I understood it now. I kind of like, as, as now, I put out, man, 180 albums. We, we talked about it a little bit in our interview, yep. Yeah. I, I used to be so mad at a hit that I put it on another song, on another album. Yeah. Oh, I didn't make it on this one? Nigga, I'm putting it on this album. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I mean, I do it 20 times. This motherfucker, y'all ain't listening to this shit. Yeah. I, I'm putting it on this fab album. Don't even be fab album. Yeah. Clear up. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's another thing I think that hold on <laughs> during during that time like Kilo was just such a genuine nigga it didn't matter who it was if he fucked with you if you fucked with him he gonna go all out he gonna put your shit out he gonna help you he gonna do whatever and I think that one of the things I would always see is like man they keep putting these songs on here they don't realize he'll put that song back on that next album cause he feel like how the fuck you missed this not like I'm trying to get over like nah you niggas is sleeping yeah. we gonna keep putting this on here till you get this yeah, shit yeah, yeah. That's what we <laughs> like literally yeah. like even Drake album songs like you might see a five hour and say a bonus song Mac Drake yeah. Fucking Mike Drake doing a five-hour. <laughs> this motherfucker, you didn't hear this Drake song. You're going to hear it on this motherfucker. So I was, I was talking to Stretch about this. <clears throat> is that when, because like I said, I was a fan at this time. So I was a little confused because all of a sudden this Mac Dre presents. And I was wondering why there's no actual Dre album, but there's like compilations of songs. And like you said, some of the same songs being reused. So it was kind of confusing, but he kind of cleared it up. And you cleared it up that it was more about just keeping it lit. And, yeah, because and, and like keep, uh, it was like we, it's it's like we just became like we just became a heartbeat to the uh, uh, Dre. You know what I'm saying? Like like it was like uh, you gotta uh, keep him in 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 the line, like for you know what I'm saying for us. To, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And 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 once they hear him, then they gonna eventually come back to us. No, talking to y'all in this interview it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, what so since Toes is here, what what was because he said. That you approached him to do this list. Yeah, because uh, it would it, it it made sense because me and uh, I already had like a lot of studio and like artists. Oh, you got you got to put that right up in front of you. And Toes was like always a name, and then he finally came back. Still, he was street, still streeting, 
But his managing savvy was so vicious. Like, he really pushed artists. And I'm like, man, toes. And I got something up, man. Let's, won't you get the, uh, I got, uh, you got your label. Let's do 17 with a this. He was like, huh? I was like, man, I, you got the name. Let's just put my, the artist's. You he said a little different. He said, uh, uh, I said, he said, he said, okay. he said, he said, uh, I talk loud. So yeah, we go. Yeah. He said, he said, you a Miami car. He said, Toes, you just, you, you, I want you to do what you did with 17 Reasons, but with this, oh, yeah. the black and brown. Yeah. That's what it was. You're yeah. going to make this black and brown. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Bring the, bring that part. You're going to get studio time, all the artists, production, free. You just put the shit together. And I'm like, Okay, well, what's the what's the what, what's the transaction? What, what are we doing? Oh, like, you can have it all. We ain't tripping. Just put the shit together, and that's what it got. Yeah. Seventeen with this, I'm like, yeah. okay, I'm not, I'm tripping because ain't no mother. Even now, not even yeah. me. I'm not gonna give you all the shit. And be like, oh, you can have everything. Yeah. I'm just, I'm, but that's Kilo. Yeah. If you know Kilo and you've dealt with Kilo, he's very giving, yeah. and it's man, is I don't think there's nobody else like him. You know what I'm saying? So I'm very thankful for him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He's like I said, when they called me, I was down on my luck. And uh then I came back up. And I didn't so, listen, and the cold thing, Toes didn't believe it because <laughs> he, Miami called and said, Man, Toes think it's a catch. He said, Man, he ain't never heard no shit like that. He was thinking it was a catch. He was tripping, like, what's the catch? Like, what you mean you give him? He was tripping. But man, right. that, and I said, man, we just got to come up with it. And then after that, I was like, man, let's just, you need to just come up with the label. We, then how we end up coming with this Latin? Uh, I think Jimmy Roses came up with the name. Well, Jimmy, what made us do it? Like, well, how did the label? We, we, we was like, we make a label, and I talked to Walt. Yeah. And I said, Walt, Walt said, you come up with a plan, Julio, how much money, what you going to do with it, <laughs> and make it happen. And there it is. I, I came up with a plan, drew it out, and then uh, I put a number on it. Ball said, yeah. yeah. And I, you know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, shit. And, you know, I got a, I got a nice chunk, yeah, you know, yeah. and I, I kicked back a little something back yeah. to the fam. And yeah. I took the rest. Like I told like he knows I put a dollar in my pocket. I put it all into the, into this Latin. Hell yeah. And that kept it rock. pushing. That rock. You feel me? Yeah, that shit was dope. You know? How, how do you, how does it feel uh, all these years later and seeing that there's this Latin chapters all over the, the country. Like, I went there. He had about like 24 of them motherfuckers. They, 37, every, 37. Now, I'm talking, when I was doing, I went on the road with Keith, it was like 24. He said he had 37 now. That's hell of them. Yeah. And he got to deal with all them people, though. That's He ain't just saying it. He had to mean all them. They got to cut. I was like, that's just dope. That's just dope. It is dope. It's dope. It's, it, I mean, it's just, again, it's a testament to how strong the Thiz name I, is. And I read, like, read re, in my brain, it was like, man, he put Dre on. Yeah. 17, with the reason that shit was like, that shit was big. Yeah. Like, Dre was fresh out. Like, he didn't know every, 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 every opportunity he had. So when I, when I interviewed Quinn, that he was saying that's how, that's how, they hooked up. The Rompelation. Yeah. Through toast. The yeah. Rompelation. Oh, I, I didn't know that. No, 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 no. We did this. We did. We did 17 Reasons first. And that's when me and Dre hooked up and he got on the 17 and Reasons. that's how Quinn got around And then, Dre. After, yeah. then after that, we went and got, you know, that's when Fillmore and, oh, that, and the Crest hooked back up and, did, and they got on dope. the Rompelation. They did it dope ass. Yeah. Yeah. That shit was dope. So, yeah. I came home to all that. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of shit had changed. Shit was raw, though. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, you know, because when, uh, when, I, when I was in jail, like, uh, they had, JT had a song, and he was giving it up to everybody in the band, and he had Dre in there. So we was like, oh, that, that's some dope shit. So when I first came home, they was doing uh, Rapper Gone Bad. Mm-hmm. So Dre did Fire, and he did a... Uh, he did Fire. He shot the video in Filmo, too. Yeah, he, he Fire, and then we, and we did uh, Rapper Gone Bad in Filmo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the first time I ever met the nigga Willie Hen. Mm-hmm. And, Shout out to Willie Hen. Yeah, me and him on the video talking, meeting each other. Wow. That's how we was just chopping it up we yeah. on the video. That's how I met him. Well, it's deep, man. I mean, I think the whole Bay has a lot of love for Mac Dre. Yeah, and right. I think the whole dope. Bay has a lot of love for this. And it's 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 dope to see. That's one thing like everyone can agree on. Um to, this is the 20th anniversary of his passing. There's been a lot of Mac Dre days and so many events and yeah. documentaries and books. And what's what's the future looking like? Really, like uh, we got uh, you know uh, the Curry. He got uh, his production team on uh, trying to do the Steph Curry documentary. Yeah, and then we got you know what I'm saying me and my partner uh, Ray. We got a couple of. So you're gonna make a movie? The movie coming for sure. Okay. And then me and Stretch, uh, we talking about the Thiz Nation uh, movie. Mm. I think he, he hit me, he said, man, it's time. I'm like, oh, nigga, you, man, you finally saying that shit. I think a movie yeah, or... Uh, it's right for him because it, it's time. And I think that yeah. should have be dope. Enough time has passed. And- when we first started this Nation, man, we was in fucking Seaside. This nigga had a store. We, man, I don't know how, the machine was a crappy uh, blue Chevy. Remember Eddie Murphy say on uh, Beverly Hills Cop? It was... But that motherfucker was shooting out CDs. We did 10,000 of ECD. Man, we sold them. I'm talking about this out the trunk. No distributing deal, no nothing. Me and this nigga in Miami. We was like, oh, this shit might work. This nigga, and then this nigga ended up getting in some, some uh, trouble. Mm-hmm. So it kind of like our, our labels slowed down a little bit. That's when I know this nigga really is the, our manager. You feel me? So that's, that's going to be the movie? Yeah, we got to because... Did you tell anybody about that? Listen, this nigga wasn't even a manager when he got out of jail. This nigga, I told him, I said, man, you need to manage Fab, man. Uh-huh. He was like, man, I don't really want to do... I said, I'm telling you, man, I, I don't get on planes and I don't do no, no meetings and shit. You already understand this shit. I don't, you know what I'm saying? He was already doing big uh, fucking concerts. And he, I, I bet you glad you did it, huh? Because I, 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 if you didn't manage, what was you going to do? Cause you, he was a drug dealer. And I don't know. <laughs> if y'all don't know, read front, reframe him from being a drug dealer. I should get credit for that. Right? I, I guess so. Yeah. This nigga went to jail. I asked him what who number was on that motherfucker. Mm. His same number he got to this day. Mm. I just said this nigga only Dre. He was Dre manager. He are this. Why would I? Cha- I didn't never change it. This mm. nigga was Dre manager. So I, I, how can he not? He's supposed to be privileged. They privileged to. Be under him because you he was Dre manager. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's crazy to see what stretch has gone on to do since That's and all the artists he's been involved. We talked a little bit too about SOBRBE, but um before you came through. Yeah. And um man, it's dope. I'm uh, I'm hella glad that we did this. Yeah, and then he brought you through yeah. and uh fucking Goto showed up yeah, out the right. cuts. This is, this is history, man. Told because there's a lot of stuff in the bay that happened. He the one thing like like Goto's tell you, he has a heart of gold. The one problem I always had with Kilo is if Kilo had $5 in his pocket and you asked for five, he'd give you five. Right. And he would always put himself, he would put other people before himself. Yeah, sure. He, 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 he used to get mad at that. A lot right. of people in the Bay Area, 
And I think that, you know, it's not he's not going to tell his story, but we need to tell his story because a lot of people are in a position. And Goto is one of the few people that actually come and say, nah, this is what he did for me. This is what he means to me. And I feel like it's our responsibility for us to have the opportunity to do what we need to do and to put it in a better position to put, pull, pull him up, pull his son up, the other new executive. Okay, okay, shout out to Lil Kilo in the building too. Yep. They ain't got uh baby, uh baby K, Lil Queen. Uh-huh. He the little one. They all them dudes. Lil Queen, you heard? Oh yeah, then. But uh, yeah. Well, man, this is big, bro. This is the history of the bay, and uh I'm glad we got to give you your, your flowers and give you some spotlight. In the beginning, you was like, I don't really do much talking, but but you I, 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 you no. gave you gave us some bars, man. No, I pre- I appreciate y'all, y'all, that, y'all bro. Fa- you know, once I get comfortable, yeah, yeah, and yeah, my, yeah. And my people's here. These is like my these is it right here. Like this is my people. No, this is big. This is big, like, bro. You really got all you got the the the, the thiz right here. Right, 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 right. You missing Dre, really? Right. Well, he's here in spirit, man. These you are know the two what I'm saying? That Dre used to be like. Gold toes and stretch. I, I'm uh-huh. telling you, he used to be on stretch so much. I should be sometimes mad, like nigga, what up? <laughs> <laughs> I was the manager. Yeah. He's like, no, you the man, nigga. The manager's a manager. You can't have ten managers. Right. And stretch got more going on for him. It seemed like he's your manager. He don't want to call you to all the fucking shows. <laughs> <laughs> you cutty at me. You bullshit. Me. You ain't fire me, but you ain't firing me. I well, I'm glad we got all this on record, man. Yeah. And uh, this this has been this has been a treat, bro. And um, whatever you need support with coming up, this is this is a platform for you. Little, the little kilos and come on, yeah, we ready. Yeah, yeah. Whatever y'all need, I man, we that, here. That nigga, he went with the last run with the uh, sob. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I, I ended up driving the tours. I was. They went. They did some shit. Yeah, I shout out to sobrb. That's history. I saw some shit, especially when they did the post Malone. And the 21s, that shit was just like, I was like, fuck. Yeah. Like niggas from Little Crescent. I saw you want to jump on and, and say some words since, since, since we talking? Yeah, he's funny. Get him, I'm make him bring his crew up here. Okay, so okay, like, okay. We'll get you on another time, yeah. Him and stretching them coming I was supposed to sit down with Slimmy pretty soon, too. Me and him been talking, that's, that's so. His, uh, cousin and shit. So okay. They, they all, it's, that, that would be dope. You know okay, what I'm saying? yeah, but yeah. I, I'm just saying just, I, I just think that, the Bay, that's dope what you're doing. This is Thank you, hella, brother. This hella rocks. I didn't even know. But I remember now that, think about it, it's Toes. I remember Toes, and mm-hmm. Toes told me he was over here. So. Yeah, man, we trying to we trying to get everybody, man, everyone who made a contribution, no. older, OGs, youngsters, whatever you did, if you played a part, you played a part, and I'm, I'm really glad we could get you on, on the record today, man. That's dope. That's I appreciate you. I, I appreciate you, for sure. For sure, Kilo. And you got Dre everywhere. That's what's dope. Yeah, yeah. You, know yep. I mean? you seen even... that one behind you? Oh, yeah. Someone gave me that one. Someone just sent me this. Shout out to Cloud City Art for the got, Mac Dre painting. Yeah, yeah. Yep. the Jack. Yeah, yeah. Jack was my dude. Hell yeah. Rest in peace, Jack, man. man. My, 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 my friend. There's a sick ass picture. Yeah, uh, you, Mac Dre, Kilo, or no, uh, uh, Hustler, and Jack, I believe. Yeah. yeah. My, real, my friends. Mm-hmm. Hustling with my friends. Well, that's how we're going to end it, man. Rest in peace, Mac Dre. All the time. Yeah. Kilo Kirk, Go Toes, Stretch, History of the Bay. This is Drake's One. Yeet. Another legendary interview, and we out of here, y'all. Yeet. Peace. Stretch, come on over here. Yeah, take a wrong, picture. Bro. Let's take a picture. Bro. Good shit. Hey, that's good. Yeah, y'all got me talking. Yeah, y'all got me talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shotgun. 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 Recognize where you got the game We got our own style, got our own slang Northern California is a West Coast thing This is the history of the Bay Recognize where you 
gang We got our own style, got our own slang Northern California, it's a West Coast thing This is the history of the Bay